Welcome back to the greatest, and I mean greatest, podcast on the planet. Nay, the universe, prospecting to prospected. Oh my God. You're guided by... Byron Kelly. And Liam. Kill. Patrick. The go. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Liam, I still got my well in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. No. I only say well once. Welcome back. Oh, that's right. Yep. Anyway, we're back again with another podcast, as you mentioned, the greatest podcast on earth. Universe. We are going to be talking about more real estate stuff or Ooh, something like that. Me. Or prospecting, maybe. Or maybe, yeah. The market. I actually are we touching that, on the market? Yeah, well, I mean, let's not, let's not get too serious today. Mm. Let's just keep Chill it out. Chill out. Yeah. Just See that. Take my pants off. Eyes up, footy. No, stop saying that. It's not on. Oh, we're not. We're not doing eyes on footy. Eyes on footy. What the hell does he mean, people? Please speak English. All right. Well, but well, today's topic. Yeah. I right, before we get into it, though, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You know how you said that you picked real estate, you know, um, because of all the glitz and the glam and stuff. Mm-hmm. Can I ask why you picked the Gold Coast for real estate? Or just in general? To leave. How, how, yeah, how'd it work? Oh, the rest of Australia is pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> like Sydney. Well, fuck. Sydney is no good. Okay. I used to go there all the time from Canberra. Hated it. Yeah. Uh, Melbourne, oh, I went there when I was a bit younger. Too cold. Canberra obviously sucks. Um, <laughs> Adelaide, <laughs> I've heard some Shred the rest of our viewers, all right? <laughs> from, from the border of Queensland all the way to the top, it's just God's country. Perth's nice too far, though. True. Um, and I'm probably not going to... Weird ch- market over there, too. Uluru doesn't, doesn't appeal to me, that big rock. Do um, they sell houses there? I don't know, but... <laughs> <laughs> I think they do, mate. But, um, you know, the Gold Coast, it's just beautiful. So, that was it? Gold Coast, I reckon it is, like, actually the best place in the country. So, you didn't pick the Gold Coast by throwing a map, like a... Sorry, no. a Darwin map or something? No, I've been, all, I've been pretty much everywhere here, and, like, as soon... We got... We rented... Uh, we Airbnb'd a house in Burley... And we had our cars up here because we drove up. And for the week, it felt like we lived here. And I was like, this is heaven. Really? Yeah, coming from like Canberra and stuff, it is heaven. You got the beach and then you got the mountains. And then it's like oh, kind of a city. But then it's suburban. Like you get everything here. And then you get the weather. Like it's raining. It has been all week and it's 23 degrees. That, okay. Well, that's not the answer I expected. <laughs> I don't know what I sort of expect. But okay, so you intentionally picked Goldie because you loved it. Yeah. Hundred percent, yeah. I reckon it's the best spot in the country. And then Brisbane, I like it, but I, I don't think I'd live there. Oh wow! Why not? I don't know. I'm What's just from Brisbane, mate. I like Gold Coast. It's real chilled out. Because it's businessy, like where we work. But then you can just get oh, some boardies. Yeah, you're at cro- like we can see the beach from our office. Like okay. <laughs> actually, I, I will. I'll be honest. I kind of. I kind of wish I had that on my doorstep as well. Oh, we, we have the brown snake, you see. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, mm. beautiful. But you forget the beaches there when, you get, when you're getting into the thick of it. Yeah, well, whenever you live near paradise, you mm. sort of become accustomed to it, don't you? In God country, yes. Yeah, see. Well, thanks for answering that no question. No worries, no worries. I just... I painted it well. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it did come from a, a listener, so... I think the real estate is too, too is pretty cool with all the houses on the water. Can I just say, actually... Having gone, I think I mentioned it in my recap, Mm. Um, having gone to some, especially for my area, what I would class, I guess, as a luxury property, Mm. I can see why it's 
so enticing to sell. They are just not that I don't know how to say this without upsetting anybody's feelings because it shouldn't. But when you get into that next tier of properties, they are incredible. Mm. They really... They're more fun, hey? Well, it just... I think the fact that they have so many more features in terms of you can point stuff out or go down and there's like little secret hidden rooms and stuff and Mm, windows into pools and God knows what other things. You open a cupboard and it's not a cupboard. It turns out to be like an extra bathroom or a dungeon. (laughs) (laughs) I, I think... It just, it actually, for the first time, I really, because you asked me, would I ever do luxury real estate mm. a little while ago? I I mean, if I ever found myself moving into that market, I now could probably answer that question a bit better and say, yeah, I'd, I'd be honored. It, look, yeah. I don't know if I'd rather sell like a hundred, like um, medium, medium homes, whatever the word is. Yeah. Or like get into the premium shit and sell a little bit less. Mm. I, don't, I wouldn't care about the fee. No, no, it's not really about the money. I, I like the process. The tra- yeah. Mm. More the actual transaction that you kind of... That's what from. I enjoy. Okay. But if it was the same money for premium or selling a heap of... Not lower end, not like... Yeah, yeah. Knockdowns, but you know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. That's a t- tough one. But for now, I just want to sell. I did decide that at some point I will own one like that now. Why? I, I never thought... One? Yeah, I never thought mm. I would be a, a showy, flashy kind of guy. But it's not even about being showy or flashy. It's just... I couldn't describe the feeling I had while I was walking through. I'm going, oh. I could see myself, mm. even if I was single, I, I think I'd still want to live in an eight bedroom mansion with plush carpet and 17 rooms and six, six bathrooms. I've never understood why they have 45 bathrooms. Yeah, to, to like every, three bedrooms. Yeah, to every three bedrooms when they get real big. I don't understand why you'd want that many. Like, because I feel they like want to clean them all. Yeah, well, fuck, I feel like there's so many things you can do with them bathrooms instead of making them a bathroom. I agree. I don't know, though. That's just my two cents. See, we're, we're too poor to understand it. Yeah, I don't know. I said, me and Carly are looking in the lower end, first home buyer <laughs> range, and she was getting frustrated, and I said, babe, just... In a few years, we'll be looking in the millions. It's yeah, all right. That's right. That's what, what a first home property will cost, bloody, in the next couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> It'll cost you $5 million to buy oh, a man. You know, 70 square meter internal building with oh, no, yeah. no courtyard. Knockdown. Yeah. You'll have to gut it. Oh, God, that is a depressing thought. But that kind of uh, takes us into our topic of the market in general, mm. right? Now, we're not going to get into interest rates, we're not going to get into politics and all that kind of BS. We're talking about, you know, boots on the ground, mm. what is going on in all the... Because uh, uh, we, we have our Instagram feeds kind of full of different people in real estate and sort of seeing what's going on and stuff. And mm. uh, I know our market... And even your market here in Queensland is different to my market here in Queensland. Mm. But there's definitely a bit of a shift in terms of some of the commentators and what they're sort of saying about <laughs> what's going on, right? The experts of real estate, self-proclaimed. Well, I mean, they, got, they kind of have earned it in terms of how long they've been in the industry. I suppose, yeah. We've got to, we've got to pay them some respect, yeah, just this much. Mm. But I think as, as associates, it's um, the important part for us is getting swept up in it because what's your job Liam in this market what is your job you think prospect well really I suppose yeah I think yeah but like you were touching on though is like you, you watch some of these Instagram videos and you're like oh what's that mean <laughs> <laughs> the one that um, basically said anyone that's come into the industry in sort of the last 12 months will just disappear yeah and it's like, like that's not challenge how, accepted but that's like that's not how industries work 
If um, everyone yeah. drops out and all these older people fall off, what's what's going to happen? Well, then we're, there's we're no the agents left. Exactly. It's perfect. Actually, <laughs> that sounds like a really good idea. Let's make it happen. But that's what I mean. It's like it's really dumb. I just they all they say everyone's going to drop off and you get all the the shoe salesmen are going to go back to selling shoes. Selling shoes, and it's like no, like <laughs> I, I mean, I, admittedly, I some will. Oh yeah, some, some will, but I don't know why they're acting like it's. I don't know. I think. I've learned in the year I've been in it with Reese that this is just kind of like a little. It's just this part isn't of the real cycle. estate. It is real estate, but this isn't every. This isn't all the time. Do you mean the time that we just had? Mm. We yeah. shit sold in two minutes. Yeah. Like Reese has been telling me since the day I started that this isn't what it's always like, and he's been telling me what it used to be like. So what does Reese tell you it's like? Now. No, no. What then? Did, no, yeah, back then. Or just days on market were a bit longer. You'd have to treat buyers. Like sellers, nearly. You'd have to have that communication with them like that. And, um, yeah, it just wasn't this crazy. Like, uh, a listing expired, a house not selling is common. Vendor management is, mm. is, a, is a key. Yep. Because are you starting to see some properties sit on the market a bit longer? Oh, yeah. Why I'm going after them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, I was going to say. I'm going after them. Fucking oath. There's um, one on my street. Uh, so where I actually live. Oh yeah, with that Jenny or whatever. Huh? I can't remember her name, but I remember oh, her. there was like, a woman. Well, yeah, it's did... a woman, but I think her name's Jenny. What are you talking Something about? Like that. What? Okay. Uh, why are you on my street? Oh, you probably checked it out when you came and visited. Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. the small bird there. Jeez, um. you're so <laughs> No, but I have like as someone who's lives in the street and sort of has a bit of an idea. I'm sitting there going, "Oh, that's been there a long time." What's going on? Well, that's what the funny thing is, is like now when you see it's been up for three weeks, I you almost... Go, something's wrong with it. Well, I almost think, oh, they're not going to sell that then. Yeah, it's going to... Because like if you haven't sold it now, like, fuck. Mark's well, they crashed. probably will. Like the experienced agents kind of know, but... Yeah. Well, it, it, it'll be... I always think one of two things in that sort of instance, either um, the agent has over-promised a price... Mm considerably and like overcooked it to try and get the listing or the vendors are still wait like nowhere or, near where the market is yeah or it was appraised properly which mm. i'll give the agent the benefit of the doubt it's been appraised properly and therefore they're sort of sitting the vendors are going well no I'm like i want more well yeah because probably at the end of last year you could throw random numbers around and you'd, you might hit it uh, yeah you'd, well it, it, the, the silly thing was there was no benchmark prior to that so you could throw out numbers and Oftentimes it would just exceed that anyway, mm. because it was it was pretty wild. I am preferring the way it is now, though. Well, I, yeah, I, I do. I, I do like it. I think the prospecting is a little bit different. I think people are a little bit more open to it. Well, the so in terms of getting appraisals and stuff, I know one of the selling points for some people was, oh, the market's moving so quickly. Let's reappraise your property mm. now because it's not going you know, 10% every two months or three months or four months, whatever it was, it actually is just moving sideways or something. So it's... It's not really doing anything. Yeah, so if they know what their what their property was roughly worth before, it's still the same at the moment. Mm. So it is actually a case of uncovering genuine desire to sell, which is interesting. Yeah, it's I a feel... Fun. I like that there's more stock on the market now though because so many people used to say to me, where would I go? Fuck, oh. I'm sick of hearing that. Yeah, that was... If Fuck I sell I my property, oh where my would God. I go? Oh. 
But it was like they were tell you'd be like, oh, hey, I'm Liam from Bell Property. And they'd go, oh, real estate. I'm not selling. Where would I go? And it's like, oh, my God. So you thought about selling is what you're saying. You, you, yeah, you've had a thought. <laughs> yeah, think about it. I used to hate that, though, hearing that all day, every day. I was like, I haven't even asked you if you want to sell. Like, how do you now that I think about it, I haven't heard it recently. Yeah, I haven't. Oh, no, oh once or true. twice, actually. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, we do live on the Gold Coast. and God's country. God's country, they call it. And you, you, you've got your fucking dream house on the water. Why would you go? Exactly. Where and why would you go? And we're noticing a lot of people that are selling are, just, are selling for a reason. They're not like, oh. Yeah. Which yeah. is how it should be. And how I think it... Even, even at the peak of the market, I think it was still a case of that. Mm. Very rarely were people selling because they could flip a profit. Oh, there were some, that. for sure. Mm. Bought 12 months earlier, made 400k, bunked out and off they go. Yeah. That, that's wild to me though. Oh, fuck. Seeing what we could have paid for our property a year ago, what we're oh, looking don't do to it to yourself. Oh yeah, my god! Don't do it to yourself. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think I really prefer it the way it is now. It's so much not easier, but it's just like more. Well, it's, it feels right. And plus, selling it's more fun. I'm gonna touch it on the last podcast, but it's just a bit more like when people are just drawing offers at you in silly numbers. It's not like. I think Tom Panos has said it is like you're not a good agent. The market's just really good at the moment. <laughs> Mark did your job for you. Exactly. Is going to make me. Oh damn it! I started already. <laughs> Whatever. I'll just cut it out. Fuck it. What I was going to say before I started with that crap. <clears throat> mm. As prospectors, then, because we're not technically yet selling the properties, we do work with some buyers from time to time. But as prospectors, what do we, what do you think, what do you think a, a sales associate's job right now is, in probably, your opinion? Probably start working with buyers a bit more now. Oh, really? That's not the answer I was looking for. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> keep going, I'm joking. Probably I'm work with buyers, keep the prospecting up. I feel like um, most sales associate, associates, relationship managers and all that are all just prospectors, just with a nicer title. Relationship manager. <laughs> I like that title, eh? But um, I feel like they're mainly just um, they're mainly just fucking prospectors. <laughs> like I feel like that's the main job. <laughs> uh, yeah, nurturers. Nurturers, yeah, that's yes, the word. Nurturer eh? and prospector in one. That's and the nicer word. That's Ten. the nice word. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, that your job really is to do mainly prospecting. Well, yes, right. <laughs> so we actually have no concern about what the market's doing. We need to adapt our conversations, but I. I have renewed my focus and decided that if everybody else is going to be talking whatever they're talking and the market's going to do what the market's going to do, I'm going to go doubly as hard in terms of what I can uncover because it's the work that we do now that's going to pay off, mm. right? Yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah. A lot of people that I've been talking to for a while are starting to come through a bit more now. Yeah, but now you've got to go find more too because mm. there'll be people out there. There'll be people out there. It's like that guy, I called this street the other day. Yeah. And he was like the first person to answer with a mobile. And he was selling. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> Why do you always get them on number one? I have no idea. But it's weird. Like lately I've just been finding more sellers than more people that just want an, an appraisal. Like, do you are, But do you ask for the sale? Uh, like are you asking if they're selling? No. No, so it's just coming. Because, okay. Because I thought oh. maybe you were just going... Hey, are you selling? Nah, like some people I can tell, like I told him about a sales result around the corner and he started saying to me that, he goes, well, mine's a four bed. Yeah, that's a with, tell, isn't with it? With three bathrooms and a bigger block and a pool and stuff. And I'm going, oh, <laughs> this, 
Yeah, I'm going, well, this guy is, yeah. Spidey sense is tingling. I feel like if they compare... Oh, yeah, they're measuring. If they start comparing, yeah. They've whipped it out, bro. Yeah, that yeah, you've got them there. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going there this week, but... um. Yeah, lately I've just been finding sellers and I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you don't, really want to, not you don't want to complain about that? No, nah, no. Nah. Okay. But uh, I think in terms of our job is to not get wrapped up in it. And actually the good agents I'm noticing aren't. Yeah. They're all going, well, you know what? It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because uh, ultimately I'm going to find people who need to sell. I'm going to look after them. I'm going to help my buyers get in contact with that property and then we're going to sell that property for what the buyer needs. That's basically it, yeah. Right. It doesn't doesn't matter if interest rates are going up, doesn't matter if servicing's changing. That the important part will be for agents and if you're out there, clearly I'm the most experienced person on the planet <laughs> around this. But uh No one argues. That's right. <laughs> the important part will be how you're prepositioning that price conversation with people as the market does change. Mm. If you are going and saying, no, hundred percent, no, guaranteed, I'm gonna get you this, you're I and it's overcooked, I bet you'll be setting yourself up for you'll some You'll be caught values. out fast. Um, just my advice, take it or leave it, I don't give a shit. You notice a lot more prices on real estate. Because I'll find your listings, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I'll be stalking them. I'll be there. Yeah, I do that a lot. A lot. Of, I'll say to Reese, oh, this looks a bit overpriced, and we'll be like, let's watch that one for a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that doesn't look too good. That's a bit too much money for that property. 90 days, I'll be uh, having a chat. Yeah, I, yeah. I've heard of agents that have like routines, like in 21 of, days, 30, 30, oh, 40, I, 53 I, days. I feel like it's a little bit slightly poor form to be calling that early it's not, listing. It's not ethical. And the way the market is at the moment, like it is taking that longer time. Maybe when everything was selling in the first week and if they were holding off for that long. But um, yeah, now it's a bit unethical. It's a bit fucking, it's just, a bit bullshit. You've got to, yeah, at the same time, you've got to get... Give people a chance to do the job because not every agent's uh, dodgy. No, there's a lot out there though. I don't know about dodgy, but just shit. Like <laughs> you've been warned. <laughs> I know I'm not really one to be able to say, but after trying yeah, yeah, to buy, I mean, not all of your agent experience so far. Here we uh, go. All of this experience, but no, I mean, trying to buy, I'm like, fuck me, dead, really? Yeah. Like, is that all it takes? Well, uh, yeah. Hmm. And I don't know if it's because I'm in the industry or not, but I see them what they're doing, and I'm like, you would not be selling my house. Uh, yes. There, pretty I have much, decided on people that won't sell my house. I don't think that there is one that we have run into that would get to sell my house. Hmm. Not one. I don't think. No. <laughs> this lady that keeps fucking <laughs> telling me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, well, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the main message from that is that we don't get swept up on it in all that BS. The stuff that, because you see it on the news everywhere, you see it from influencers, you see it from just news articles, shit everywhere. Mm. And it's all doom and gloom, falling off a cliff. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't change what we do. Nah. At all. Nah. It'll change our conversations. Well, yeah, maybe. Or to pick up listings, yes. Mm. But possibly. And with more stock on market, people feel free to move around. Because a lot of the end of last year, people were like, "Um, I want to sell, but I'm going to be homeless. Yeah. And that was, that we heard some stories of people that had just sold and thought they'd find something, but they didn't. Uh, the rough ones that I heard were people who sold uh, early in the run, thinking they got a good price, mm. the market moved so much that they couldn't buy back in. I talked and to a guy the other day, yeah. he had five investments and like four of them were in Melbourne and one was up here and before COVID he thought the market was going to dip, oh, he sold them all. Yeah. I was like, oh fuck. 
<laughs> and th- <sighs> no, that that would kind of. But you know what? It was right for him at the time. Mm, That's yeah. what he decided. Yeah. So. But yeah, I've seen all of these these people posting, saying, "Oh, they, everyone's gonna, you know, drop off and stuff." I'm like, but at the end of the day, like people have seen this coming. It was not gonna be like this forever. It might be a little bit harder, but I don't think people are just gonna drop off. Yeah, like the might would have to be fucked for people to drop off. Like it's if you can't, up. if you can't handle your property being on the market for a little while and like telling the vendor, like, "Oh, look, I think we're a little bit high here," you know what I mean? If that's all it takes to drop off, then fuck. Well, it's going to make it's our the, lives easier. It's the flakiest industry on the planet. <laughs> well, I mean, we do deal with some flaky people. Oh, so. <laughs> it, there's so, like, oh, I don't like saying it. There's so many at the moment. That's because it, there's still, and there's always going to be uncertainty. uncertainty. Yeah. But there, uh, who, was it one of our guys that said, you know, there's always a war or there's always a, 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 mm. a disease or there's always a something, an election, an interest rate rise, whatever. It is what it is. <clears throat> it's not going to change. But it, and just don't get... Don't get caught up in it. But like I said to you the other day, like what I noticed is all these flaky people are still flaky. But no, no, when they be when they come ready to sell, they're not flaky anymore. Have yeah. you noticed that? So when they're like, well, of course not, they're ready now. No, no, but you know, like, oh, this person doesn't answer the phone. They don't like communicating. Blah blah. The second they decide to sell, they answer every single one of your oh. phone calls within a millisecond, and they answer every text, and they're always available. So I think if you're dealing with flaky people, it's kind of what I noticed the other day. If you, I like the word flaky. It makes it, but yeah, that's the only bad. that's yeah. the only term I think everyone would understand. Non-committal. Non-committal. Yeah, non-committal people. Um, they're just not ready to sell yet. Because mm. every single person that has decided to sell then answers the phone. They're ready to go. They can agree on a date on going online, taking photos and all that. Yeah. But okay. Well, th- there's your little update, uh, and a mm. bit of a reminder for yourself if you are having any concerns about what's happening in the property market at this point as an associate, prospector, agent, or whatever. Mm. Just do your job. Go do more stuff. Activity breeds activity, does it not? Well, that's what I was thinking before. Yeah. I said to you earlier, fuck, you just, you, opportunities come out of nowhere when you're being active. Yeah, because you're actively, well, I'm fine, just talking about being active. I said <laughs> actively, I'm a genius. Because you're, you're looking for it. Mm. That's the point. If you start getting all bored up and, oh, like, nothing's going to happen. Nah. You're just going to stop. Nah. And then you will, it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy because nothing will happen. Yeah, you just got to get out there and keep plugging away. Which brings us to this part, because it's um, the midweek one. Uh, if if you're getting to the end of the week thinking fuck this yeah god I've had enough <laughs> or you've had a cracking start to the week right I know how quickly it can turn so what 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 would you say to the good folks out there Liam who start off their week poorly every poor week I've had lately to start off with has ended great or it's been the other way around it started off great ended shit so <laughs> just remember <coughs> That within the drop of a hat, it can change. Nah, but seriously, like last week, I remember the start of last week was a little bit quieter, um, a few things personal, like I said, but then Wednesday, a guy said we can bring buyers through and then another guy I talked to was selling, we're going there the week after and it just changed my whole mood for the whole week and I was like, fuck. Yeah, so did you stop doing activity when it was shit at the start? I held off on Monday. I was like, after that week prior with losing all of that. And yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God. And then I kind of realized that there's always another opportunity. Yeah. And they fucking come out of nowhere. <laughs> they come out of absolutely nowhere. And that's what I love. So if you're not doing the work, 
right? If you had a shite start to the week, don't stop. Mm. It's that simple, right? But, you know, maybe some Akadaka. Yeah, thunderstruck, Mark. It is hard because I get in them zones sometimes where it's really hard to get out of it. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. Do you get that? No. Nah, fuck, I knew you wouldn't. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) But I get, I'll be prospecting and I'm like, I just don't fucking care. I'll be honest though. Like, in terms of, I think what's really helping is that you definitely sharpen my mind. Mm. Right? Your calls and stuff are a constant reminder to me that I need to be at the top of my game, mm. which is is actually... Because it, it's not necessarily reliant on you, but it makes makes it easier for me to remember as well mm. because it can be crap and then it can be good, it can be good, it can be crap, and it can all change very quickly. But the one thing that I still have control over is what I do mm. and how I, how I act with it. And then people around you in your office, get to know them. Get to know them really well. They oh, can be we're way really great to oh. okay. <laughs> But how good a source of inspiration can they be? Oh, that's that's like seeing Reese every day. I'm just like, oh, just it'll get you'll get there. Keep plugging, keep pushing. Whatever I said in that Instagram story the other day. What did you say? Keep plugging and pushing. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I remember thinking, what the what are you talking about? Plugging oh, and pushing. But yeah, I see Reese all the time, and you watch the agents. Like I seen Gavin Rubenstone or whatever the, his last name is. He's in the back of like a. Ta- a car and somebody's driving him around I'm like yeah he was sitting there door knocking one day he was he went through it did he is he like double bay and stuff like that Valcluse and shit Valcluse I don't actually do know. you door knock those you know 15 million dollar mansions you reckon I said that to Reese. I was like I want to get into the high end stuff but like I've noticed when you door knock them into, like you can't go for the appraisal or anything yeah it's are you selling yeah, like, I don't feel like they're as, like, receptive to, like, appraisals and even just to yarn sometimes. I want to tell you your $15 million property is worth $16 million. Yeah, that property that you know what's worth? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted to, I want to tell you more. Oh, but, no, I agree. I think you've got some sound advice there. Keep mm. plugging away. Keep pushing. Pushing and plugging. plugging it gets there. It gets there. Yeah. I've had times where I'm like, fuck, nah, I'm not doing this. I would say if you're struggling, look at what you're doing. Right. If there's something that's not quite gelling with you, sit down and figure out what the bloody hell it is and then do something about it. Because everything comes back to some sort of root cause. The way you're feeling, whether it's sickness, whether it's your eating, whether it's your sleep, like energy levels, your mental state, whatever. Oftentimes, that'll be impacting what you're doing in your work and how you handle that. You need to enjoy life. Uh, yeah. Like lately, I haven't been getting up too much and I'm feeling like I'm in a bit of a rut just because wow. we're trying to buy this house and shit. Yeah, you're getting bogged down in it. Yeah, like every weekend he's trying to buy, like go to open homes, talk to agents, you know, and Sundays we're not doing much. So yeah, I feel you're like... You're doing I'm, a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, the greatest podcast ever. <laughs> but um, oh yeah, I, I, my goal is to buy a jet ski this year and on like Sundays... Or Saturdays or something, get a fucking jet ski and go and enjoy life. Oh, you should go. Can you hire them? Yeah, but they're not. Oi, ne- no, okay, one day. I'll come down, we'll go jet skiing. It's like $300 for 10 minutes. I'll pay for it. I don't care. I'll pay for it. All right, no, done. That's what we're doing. Well, if. Because uh, we... you guys want to see it, let us know. <laughs> I got promised a jet. Oh, not promised, but a guy said, oh, if you get a yeah, good result, yeah, you get a jet ski. So. Bro, you better go hard. I think that sale. settles in a couple of weeks, so hopefully the jet ski comes with it. No. Well, look after yourselves. It, a shorter podcast this, mm. this time, but it's meant to be a pump up. And because you get to the end, give us a review. <laughs> I'm going to ask for it again. Remember, 
takes maybe three minutes of your time. Remember last time you pointed out to me that clearly no one watched the end. No one makes it to the end. I was like, fuck. Oh, well. You know what? When we're, when we're 150 episodes deep, mm. you know, and we're now taking off and we're at the top of the real estate podcast I think charts. we're number one at the, at the top of the real estate charts. Last time I checked. I'm pretty sure we're number one at the top of the prospect charts. 101. <laughs> 101. No, when we're number one, mm. you will be a, a part of the originals. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to... Oh, we, we do have this coming too. We did ask for some um, people to reach out to us. We have a guy that we'll probably have a chat to next week, I believe. Kirby Heck. Is... Oh, I don't give it away. Oh. <laughs> well, now you know who it is. Tune in for that one. He's, um, how do we pump this up? He's, he's a character. Got, he's got this incredible auction story. You just, you need to. <laughs> don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil nothing. He's an attraction agent. He's everything you've ever He's everything wanted. that we want to be. <laughs> I say that with all kinds of love, Kirby. And he's into some weird shit. Like Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars isn't that weird. <laughs> he's got like a $1,200 fucking jet, jet star fucking... Jet star? Yeah, I don't know. Something he built out of Lego for Star Wars. <laughs> Lego is hella expensive, but we're not going down that rabbit hole. Kirby could tell you all about no. it. No. All right. Well, give us a review. I'm not even... I'm not going to ask. Just go do it, please. Oh, damn it. I said please. <laughs> give us a review. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think. Go follow the page. Presumably you are already. And uh, I genuinely love spending time with you guys. So thanks for being here. But don't laugh at me when I'm trying to show some appreciation to our loyal supporters. Thanks, guys. That's all you've got? I, I, I appreciate you guys. and we, we love you. And Byron offered to give... Hundred dollars to whoever comments. <laughs> so whoever comments after a hundred dollars, please. Oh, All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace out, guys. Love you. Love you. <laughs>